I just focused on listening to nature at that point, listening to the birds, listening to the the deer and the squirrels fighting, mm-hmm. and just kind of the traffic in the background. Did you see the deer and the focused. squirrels fighting? <laughs> so. Welcome to the Productivity Lab, the podcast where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of productivity to the test. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm Mark. And today we are talking about uh, morning routines, I'd say. So two things that people tend to do in the morning, which is meditation and showering. Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, if you don't shower in the morning, well, hopefully you shower in the evening. I will be... uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to say anything else after that. <laughs> I mean, it's your life. You choose to live the life you want to live. Just uh, might stink a bit. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking about these two things because they're things that both fascinate us. I know, Mark, for example, you were a meditator before this whole thing, right? Yes, yes, very much so. What got you into meditation? It kind of started several m- Oh, it's probably been about a year now, in which I decided to start waking up at 5 a.m. Oh, damn. And I kind of needed something to do in the brief moment before I would start doing something else, or I would definitely want to go back to sleep. Mm -hmm. So the one thing that I did after waking up in the morning is I would drink my 16 ounces of water, and then I would meditate. And so it was just sitting there practicing or listening to myself breathe. Mm-hmm. And that was the only thing I did. And so I felt that kind of helped me get ready in the morning. And then I would just dive into uh, whatever to-do list that I had and things like that. So it kind of helped center me, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, before I was able to start my day. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's interesting to hear because uh, the reason why I chose the showers for our topic for the past two weeks is because I used to wake up at 4 a.m. for my la- for my job before the one I'm currently working. Uh, I lived an hour away from where I worked. I had to be at work at 6 a.m. And I'm, I'm not like a wake up and go kind of person. So instead of like waking up at 5 and leaving, I woke up at 4 a.m. And I was not pulling my way at work. I was too tired. So I read up online that if you want to wake up early in the morning and also get like ready for the work day, take a cold shower. So for about three or four months straight, I took cold showers, which is why I chose this topic for today. So we both had different approaches to the same problem. Yeah, but I think yours sounds like torture. Yeah, well, we'll get to that part in the review later. (laughs) Uh, Just a little heads up to the uh, listeners out there. Then this show, Mark and I are going to be working on some kind of topic, method, or routine that people recommend out there to like make you more productive or like makes you more focused or something along the lines that like it'll benefit you in some way. We're going to put them to the test for about two weeks and then come together every, uh, once every two weeks and talk about our experience with them and whether we recommend them or if we recommend them to a certain kind of person who's not us. So, so yeah, this topic is going to be meditation and cold showers. Let's start with the meditations then. How was your experience, Mark? My experience in meditating in the morning was very peaceful and actually easy for me because, as we discussed, it was something that I already did. Mm -hmm. But in the process of doing it, I started to change up my meditation routine in the morning, not by much. Previously, you know, I would get up in the morning, sit up at my desk, drink my water, and then I would just meditate. And I would typically play... Um, just some real calming music to just sit and listen to mm-hmm. and just completely focus on my breathing. So I changed that to now when I get up in the morning, I still have this kind of the same routine. I drink my water and I will then walk out to the balcony and I will stand on the balcony taking in the sun 
Um, I have a semi-nice view in which I can look down on the woods below. There's lots of trees mm-hmm. around and not another building for a little ways. And there's lots of animals, so there's lots of birds outside. There's squirrels. There's deer that are running around. <laughs> sounds like you like, live in like a fairy tale place. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it you does. Live, it doesn't sound like you live here in Austin. I mean, there are deer here in Austin, but... <laughs> The only thing I needed to do was sing to call a bird to me. <laughs> then you could do like in a uh, Shrek and then like get the eggs and then just cook some <laughs> breakfast. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, but it was really nice. So I kind of just changed it up from doing the whole breathing thing to now I'm standing outside soaking in the sun. You're supposed to get sun mm-hmm. in the first first uh, thing in the morning. And I just focused on listening to nature at that point, listening to the birds listening to the the deer and the squirrels fighting mm-hmm. um and just kind of the traffic in the background Did you say the deer and the focused. squirrels fighting <laughs> so there's a neighbor below <laughs> okay. who feeds them um so there's lots of deer that comes up to one of the apartments below on the ground floor uh as he feeds them and he throw nuts to uh the deer and or th- throw nuts to the squirrels and he has food for the birds. So you have birds swooping down and you have squirrels that are like snatching whatever from the deer. And mm-hmm. then I run off into the woods and then they fight over it. <laughs> and so it's kind of like a, a nice little uh, <laughs> thing to look at. It went from being a Disney fairy tale to <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this is real life. Nature isn't that cool. It's really rough out there. <laughs> I'm I'm going to write a story about this and how... A single lone deer took out a family of squirrels. <laughs> I, I don't know, but <laughs> we'll talk about that in the future episode about writing. <laughs> about yes, own writing. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, you uh, go outside. You listen to deer and squirrels fight, and it was actually pre- a little bit better. I feel in comparison to what I was doing before, mm-hmm. of just kind of sitting. And just focusing on breathing, listening to music. Now I'm outside. I'm soaking in the sun. I'm kind of getting myself ready for the day, if you will. Mm-hmm. I hear the you bustling of the traffic in the background. I can you get all the nature feels going on, and you're just like, okay, I'm ready for this. I come back and I'm kind of energized, and I want to cook a little bit, or I want to do something else, or start my other to do list. So, uh, kind of changing that up. I, I found that I like that better, and I think I will continue doing that until the Texas heat says you can't do that anymore. So wait, so your meditation where you like sitting out there on your balcony with like your eyes closed, or like just soaking in the moment? Like what what kind of meditation were you doing? Yeah, so um, I would go out, stand on the balcony, and then just close my eyes. Okay, and I would try to just simply focus on the sounds of the animals all down below the birds and everything and the wind blowing in the trees because I'm on the top floor of my apartment so I kind of have a pretty good view of everything so it would just be me standing there with my eyes closed for about three to five minutes listening to just the pure sounds Mm -hmm. which probably looks weird (laughs) if someone else in their apartment across the ways is looking out it's like why is this dude just standing there not moving i'm going to call the police (laughs) um (laughs) so uh, that's what i do Uh, i know other people do other things when they meditate but the two things that i chose to do have been just simply focusing on my breathing Mm -hmm. and that keeps any other thoughts of what do i need to do what is this blah 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 that keeps it all out of my head and by just switching up to being outside i feel like i'm subconsciously getting myself better uh, adjust it for the day cuz i can hear people going about their day mm-hmm. as kind of like just white noise but then i'm just focusing on just nature itself the sounds of nature and all the animals and i'm not thinking about all these other little things you know the okay, I need to do this in the morning or I need to do that before I get to work, and st- et cetera, et cetera. And so I felt it to be a little bit better experience than what I was having before. But I'm all up for tips from anyone if they have any particular ways that they meditate. But that's just one for me in the morning and how I did that. I really like that idea. My meditation approach is completely different. 
with this challenge, I will have to admit that I didn't meditate every morning, but I did meditate every day. So like I would meditate like in the afternoons. Like I've been in this habit of meditating every day, like around 3 or 4 p.m. as the workday is coming to an end, just sitting in silence for about 10 minutes and then just like letting my mind just decompress from everything I've been doing all day. So what I've been doing for my meditation technique is recently I got noise canceling headphones. So unlike your approach where you were trying to soak in the world, I was trying to keep the world out. Which is uh, <laughs> it's a completely different form of meditation. What I do in my typical meditations is I go and I put on my noise canceling headphones and I just sit down and I close my eyes and then I just, I focus on, or I, how do I describe this? It's not really mindfulness meditation in my mind. It's like, I have like such like a need to constantly be like doing something of some sort. So just like stopping for 10 minutes and just like not doing anything helps a lot. During my morning meditations, whenever I did do it, I would uh, also do the opposite of you, Mark. I would go to my closet, turn off the lights, shut the door, and then just like focus on my breath for about five minutes. So yeah, we had two different experiences right there. <laughs> yeah, you, you completely did just the entire opposite. Yeah, of me. I'm more of like a believer in sensory deprivation meditations because like I feel like I'm so easily stimulated that my goal is to cut it out. If my mind wanders and it's okay, I just don't want to have senses to act upon and senses to act upon me. So I just cut everything out. Interesting. Yeah, it's not really probably not the most effective form of meditation, but I do it mostly to like shut myself out from the day. On mornings where I did meditate, I felt way better about them because I felt like that I gave myself some time to stop because, so I guess to give some context to this, in my office, we have flex time. So you'd work whenever, I guess not whenever you want, there's peak hours you have in the office, but you could work how long, as long as you want during these certain hours or stay later or come in early. And then you could save up time for like the end of the week or in our case, it's in a two week cycle. So I've been like obsessed with like adding time to my savings account and like going in and like working a lot on like Monday through Thursday and then like do like a half day or no work on Fridays. So I get like this like obsessiveness about saving uh, as I call it uh, my time. But I forgot of how much I like to do things before I go to work. I used to wake up like at at 5 a.m. like you. I would like work on projects before going to work and it kind of really like gave me like some time to like really breathe and focus lately. I've been waking up earlier and going to the gym and just like putting the meditation inside of it, like really made me stop my rush this morning. I was going through and just like reflect on like, it's okay. It's only five minutes. It's not going to hurt you. It's actually probably better for you to do this. And I think it did like help me. But that being said, I'm my peak hours for productivity are in the morning. That's like actually one reason why I do uh, afternoon meditations is that it kind of reinvigorates me. Like I could like med t- take a break from everything for like 10 minutes and then I come back and then I'm like, okay, I could take on the next two hours. But yeah, so it seems like we had different kinds of meditation styles. Yours actually sounds closer to like real mindfulness meditation and mine is just kind of like a break from reality. That's what mine is. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's me every day, a break from reality. So uh, I guess that's why I like to soak in all the the background noise mm-hmm. now. I get that. Like I've been trying to do like more phone free walks in the evening time. Every day I take my dog to the dog park and I just leave my phone in the car and it makes a huge difference just to like be there in the moment. The meditation is a good practice to get into that habit. For sure. Do you have uh, any other thoughts on meditation? I think you put it really good that it kind of slows you down, Mm -hmm. uh, but it depends if that's a good thing or not. Uh, if if you find that you're very productive in the day, maybe you want to get things going a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. And I'm very weird when I'm, I guess, productive or most active. Mm-hmm. I have very weird times, so it doesn't impede me in that fashion. But just the reason that I like it is that it does introduce that pause in the morning for me to not have to think about anything right Mm -hmm. for the length of time that i'm doing that i'm just there soaking it all in and i'm not thinking about what i need to do next and i feel a little bit more relaxed 
as I start to go about my day looking at my to-do list and everything else. So I think you don't necessarily have to do it for three to five minutes or 10 minutes or anything like that. Even a one minute meditation, like just sitting there and just breathe, listen to yourself, Mm -hmm. breathe. Maybe you'll find something out of it. Maybe not. It doesn't have to be in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like yours is, it sounds like much better in the afternoon for you. Mm -hmm. While I don't necessarily get that period in my day to do that. So it's morning that's best for Mm -hmm. me. By the afternoon, I'm kind of mentally burnt out. So like taking that step away from like my desk like really makes a big difference in how I perform for the rest of the evening. I do 10 minutes because I've been doing it for a while. I would definitely recommend five minutes or shorter for anybody who's like trying to get into meditation. Like, yeah, a minute of just like focusing on your breath makes a huge difference. Yeah. Some people do guided meditations through things like Headspace. Were you, I guess you weren't using any apps, were you? The When I first started, I did actually use oh, yeah? Headspace. Yeah, so I kind of just worked my way up. I, I only used the free version. I didn't pay for it or anything like mm-hmm. that. Then I kind of just stopped using it and just did it myself, like um, following the same things, just mm-hmm. kind of focusing on my breathing and playing my own. I'm more akin to lo-fi playlists, mm-hmm. so just playing them while I, while I just kind of zoned out. When I did start meditation, I did use Headspace, hmm. but I haven't used it in uh, many months. I've been wanting to check out Headspace for a while or something like that. Headspace or Calm. I just don't want to put the money up, so I haven't done it. Right. Yeah, I'm just being <laughs> cheap. So actually, the app I use is called Insight Timer. Uh, it's like a free meditation app. They do have paid meditations in it. And I use it, though, because it keeps me accountable. I'd say it's like the Fitbit of uh, meditation apps because... Uh, whenever you meditate it shows it on your profile and it'll tell you like people around you that have meditated today so you feel like oh i should meditate today and like for a while like i was like meditating in the morning with like the same person every morning i didn't don't know who they are i never met them but they would be on whenever i was on meditating it's like gives you that that feeling like yeah i think i'll do it today i get social pressure it's helpful (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and for months like, I didn't use it, and then I got back into using using it recently. Of course, you don't need to use an app. You just use your timer on your phone. That's what I used to do. Uh, yeah, but yeah, meditation is something that has been proven time and time again to be a very effective way to like increase a sense of well-being and also increase focus, which is perfect for this podcast. Absolutely. So we got our morning meditation down, mm-hmm. right? why we chose that and a couple thoughts about it. So for our two-week test, we also did the cold showers. Now, this was something that you cho- <laughs> you chose. Yep. <laughs> Can you explain why? Yeah, so I said earlier that uh, I used to take cold showers in the morning to wake me up whenever I had to wake up at a ridiculously early time. And it was great then. I would actually do like a small meditation. Like I'd fill up the bathtub a little bit with like warm water meditate in it for like 10 minutes or five minutes. I can't remember how long it was. It's been years. And then whenever I was done, I'd stand up and I'd turn the shower cold. And that the combination of those two things like really woke me up. But the reason why I chose cold showers is not because I used to do it. It was definitely the reason why I thought about doing it. I'm going to go in and say that I came into this experiment with a bunch of biases. There's like a lot of like supposed research on the benefits of cold showers. And I wasn't sure about them. And I wanted to get somebody else on board to see what they thought about them as well. So <laughs> I had a okay. bunch of preconceived notions. I'm not sure what you thought of like in cold showers. We'll get to those claims in a few minutes or so. But I'm curious if you had any opinions on cold showers at all, Mark. I thought the cold showers were a, a trick from the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought that, like you would be insane to to have to take a cold shower. <laughs> I don't like the cold yet. I get I, I easily get cold, but I do not like being in the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not like. I hate cold water, and I don't know why anyone would do it. So I didn't really have a positive well, uh, outlook on cold. Let showers. me tell you the supposed claims of cold showers to see if it changes your mind. They supposedly do a bunch of things, including enhancing immunity, good for your skin and hair. Uh, they help you lose fats. They increase testosterone, supposedly. 
they uh, are supposed to be good for uh, your discipline and uh, they help you wake up. There's a bunch more claims that are made in cold showers. It's like almost like it's ridiculous how many claims there are and not that much facts backing up. I did a lot of research, so <laughs> I got a like lot to talk about foods. here. The one, <laughs> like the, all the claims so about superfoods. Uh, say that when I was doing my research, all these articles that talked about cold showers could unsign like the same three studies, which is not good if there's supposed to be good like claims on something. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, that's another one too. There was two other benefits as well, which was uh, help with depression and anxiety. Uh, so the ones that seem to be uh, very flimsy are those two, because on a study that was conducted. Uh, the thesis was that it's going to cure you of, not cure you, but help you manage depression. And the thing is that the study in the abstract, because you can't read papers because they cost like 50 bajillion dollars because academia is such full of gatekeepers. Uh, I read the abstracts though. In the abstract, the, uh, the finals, one of the final sentences was this study was not conducted on any, on a sufficient sample size, nor with people that have clinical depression, but they're claiming that could solve depression. So I was like, okay, this is just bad science. But I mean, I know people in academia get paid for how many papers they publish. So maybe they just had to do it. (laughs) That one I'll say off the bat is a claim I found out to be uh, complete BS. There are claims on here that uh, I stand by for their effects, but we'll get to those later. Uh, The increased testosterone is just a, BS claim uh, because the idea is that since I guess we'll get a little bit uh, medical here, but uh, you you develop a testosterone and it's in part of your body and it needs to be colder. So uh, <laughs> the idea is that the coldness affects that. The enhancing immunity, I can't find anything on, although I, I would say that was when I was looking to the least amounts. Good for skin and hair had like some loose elements on it and uh, help you lose fats that's technically true because it takes a lot more energy to burn up calories to keep you here during a cold shower but it seems to be marginal the ones that i do kind of stand by and the reason why i suggested for this podcast though were that they increase your discipline and they jumpstart your day so <laughs> that's why i thought that they would be good for a productivity podcast because they're not a health podcast we talk about productivity and those are two things that are very important for getting things done. Did you feel like that you increased your discipline or your day was jump-started? I can say that it increased my anxiety, anxiety, caused my <laughs> depression. Um, no, uh, in all seriousness, <laughs> doing the coach shower, yeah, it certainly wakes you up. Uh, because it delivers a shock to your system, mm-hmm. um, I feel, right? And so, and after doing it for a period of time, I kind of glanced and, and looked a little bit at if there were actually any medical studies on it, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw some of the same things. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look too much at it ahead of time because I didn't want that to fill my head with anything. <laughs> I did my research last um, night, so yeah, I was the same boat same. as you. <laughs> same. I sat in a coffee shop for like an hour and just like researched this. <laughs> Those are all the benefits, right? Mm-hmm. And so some of the concerns regarding that are anyone with uh, any cardiovascular uh, issues, right? Uh, if you have high blood pressure or any signs of... Uh, heart disease or anything like that because of the cold water uh, constricting the veins, right, mm-hmm. um, and causing a, a stress on the heart. So when it's a complete and utter shock to the system, like when I did it the first time, I felt like I was dying. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's necessarily tied to that, but it was quite a shock, um, and I was gasping a little bit, and I was like, <laughs> nope, this is going off. So there, there are some concerns that I, I saw with mm. that as well. So a word of warning that mm. if, you, if you have high blood pressure or something like that, like how it actually impacts the body with the straight shock to the system mm-hmm. of like completely and utterly dumping yourself into the cold water, uh, whether that's an ice cold tub or just simply, you know, just turning it straight to cold. Mm. Um, there are some, uh, some concerns there or some caution about doing that 
So outside of that, I did. It definitely woke me up, right? <laughs> yep, um, same. <laughs> it, it woke me up. Um, I hated it. <laughs> and <laughs> I did kind of have this because of the adrenaline coursing through my body, right? I felt more alert, more awake, uh, and kind of just ready to start the day. Mm-hmm. And so as I kind of progressed with that, I kind of tried add more things in to kind of help take away my mind, uh, take my mind off of the coldness. And that was not playing music that would get me pumped through the day and singing through the pain. (laughs) And, and it was effectively like I would start and just, you know, warm water, hot water. And I would just slowly just notch my way down slowly until I was in the cold water. (laughs) So it kind of became where I would just kind of, sing my way through the pain and shut it off. But I don't think I really lasted more than two minutes. I, I think two what? minutes was like an eternity for one at a time. I think that I think that's my max too. So yeah, let's talk about technique then. Uh, so you would uh, go in there, start off kind of warm and then turn it down. Yeah. I, it, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would start off normally and then I would just kind of notch my way down. Um, That's what I did Small too. adjustment. <laughs> yeah, because the first time I just dumped it to code and I almost died. And the the second time and in, in, in since, I just kind of notched it down and let my body adjust to the temperature change mm-hmm. until it got to the point where it was, you know, just cold enough. And I was kind of slightly adjusted to it. And I would just have to kind of sing my way around it. And then I would just notch it back up to where where I was comfortable again. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like we had like a very similar technique. I would start up with my the shower like like at the very baseline of like what's like acceptable for like being warm. I get myself mm-hmm. like all covered then. And then as soon as like I was in the water and I was used to it, I turn it down to room temperature whenever I did my body wash. And then whenever I did my shampoo, I would do... Uh, cold and then after I did my shampoo I would count for a certain amount of time to keep my mind off of it out loud and then and like tell myself okay today I'm gonna go to 30 today I'm gonna go to 60 the first I got was 120 so oh wow (laughs) about two minutes as well for me oh wow yeah you were you were definitely more um I guess measured in your approach and and counting down I would count up because that way if I want to keep on going, I could keep on going, which is actually how I got to okay. one. Uh, that's how I got to 120. I kind of do it 60 twice. I'm like, oh, I could do this. I could do this, for, do this one time. I could do it one more time. So I did it 60 <laughs> twice. <laughs> did you feel any uh, effects throughout your day? Like, did you feel more energized when you got to work in the morning? Did you feel like that the hard task uh, were ready to be conquered because you already did a hard task in the morning? No, no? actually. Um, I just felt more awake and alert because of the trauma and, (laughs) but I don't think it actually had an impact on my day whatsoever. No. Um, I think after it was done, I just kind of, I think the, the meditation Mm -hmm. probably had more of an impact. Uh, but for me, I don't think the, the cold shower had any lasting impact. Oh yeah. What order were you doing it in? Were you doing it? Shower then meditation or meditation then shower? Um, it would vary actually. Sometimes okay. I would I would I would get up and if it was a day I uh, decided to sleep in and needed to get to work, um, I would cold shower and then uh, meditate. Especially days where I work from home, mm-hmm. I had a little bit more time in the morning so I can just get the get the shower out of the way because I know that's going to be the hardest part mm-hmm. and then just end it on a nice meditation. Um, and then there would be other times where it was the reverse where I would get up and just kind of meditate first mm-hmm. and get kind of lays around in the morning and make some coffee and then, you know, before I get ready for the day, hit up the cold shower. Yeah, so it kind of bounced bounced around as to which order i i did those you uh i would always do shower then meditate to me that felt like the right thing to do i think it's like if i used to meditate in the mornings like years ago this is not when it's called showering this is after that i would always meditate after a shower because i always felt more relaxed after a shower so for me that just like felt like the right way to do it 
So actually like, on the days I skipped meditations or days when I woke up too late and I only had time to shower before work and not meditate. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> speaking of like, benefits of cold showers, one on this list that I forgot to mention is also it speeds up the shower taking process so you get in and get out quicker. So that's another reason why people do it as well. So if you're I late for guess. work, it might be good. <laughs> I, you know, I ride the bus, so if I'm probably ruining my excuse now, so I can, I would just, you know, comp- say, hey, bus driver was slow. <laughs> Overall, uh, do you have a, like, would you recommend? I guess we aren't actually no, we're not at that part yet. But before we leave uh, this, let's see, do we have anything else on this? Uh, yeah, so we went through the research, and that was pretty much disproven. I found a community on Reddit that, uh, like, posts on Reddit with people saying, like, oh, I take a cold shower every day because I believe in boosting my discipline, which I think is I mean, the one benefit I could really see. Like, I think the wake-up is fine, but yeah. it's not like a, it's not like a, it's a short-term thing, and... I don't know. I, I, the wake up thing I think is great if you're, like, you're really tired and you really need to wake up and drive somewhere. But yeah. it's not a chemical change. It's going to be out of your system quickly. So by the time you get to work, you might be tired again or you might be crashing if you didn't sleep that well the night before. But the whole building discipline is the one thing that I kind of still stand behind when it comes to cold showers. I think that's it's good to have a little bit of discomfort in the day. And as of lately, I've been kind of too comfortable with my life. So it's actually it was like a nice break of comforts to have some discomfort in my life. Uh, normally I just do one day of fasting and I just only eat dinner and that's my typical discomforts, but I haven't done anything like on a daily basis. So, uh, I don't know if it affects people that much and I don't know if it's affected me in terms of like quote unquote developing willpower, but I do think that having a little bit of discomfort is a good thing. With that being said, though, I would not do this every morning. I, by day, let's see, we did this for 12 days. By day 11, I was dreading taking a shower in the morning. So <laughs> I was like, maybe this is like a good like once or twice a week thing. And on the days I actually did enjoy taking a cold shower, because I did have a few days like that, were days after I worked out in the morning. So I think that if I were to continue doing this, I'd recommend doing it after a workout. I felt great after that. Uh, there was some yeah. data I saw uh, regarding post-workout and code uh, recovery. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're onto something. <laughs> maybe. I have a friend. Uh, she says that she takes a cold shower after she goes for like a run. So at least I know people enjoy it. And I could see why. With that being said, though, I will admit that on, I think, day four or five, I went for a run that night. And that was partially as an excuse I could take a warm shower after my run. So (laughs) I took one pure warm shower in the past 12 days, and that was a great shower. So (laughs) I will say that uh, it was was fine. I think that's good to have some discomfort in your life. I wouldn't do it every day of the week. But uh, I'm going to write down the one, the first thought I wrote down when it came to uh, cold showers, though is uh you know how when you go to a sushi restaurant do you eat sushi mark i love sushi you know they have the wasabi the horseradish there yeah and with that horseradish uh it could be like a really big burst of like heat in your mouth all of a sudden and then like within like half a second it goes away Hmm. yeah do you ever eat the horseradish wasabi no no okay (laughs) i will okay Disclaimer, I'm a huge fan of spicy foods. I have the saying that if the food doesn't hurt me, it's not worth eating. So oh God. Oh I will God. go to I'll go to sushi restaurants and deliberately put a bunch of wasabi on a piece of sushi just to have the sensation of the of the horseradish spice. And the reason why I like it so much is that for like a quick second it's like super intense and then like immediately it's over with and you feel like really relieved. So I would say if you enjoy that <laughs> sensation, you might like cold showers because I enjoyed the feeling of relief after I got out of every single shower. So that's my final the thoughts. Adrenaline junkie. 
Yeah. You're an adrenaline junkie. Because weird, because I would never, ever... Uh, I'm, like, very safe in my day-to-day life, but when it comes to food, I like to get... I like to get dangerous. So, <laughs> yeah, I may. Yeah, so if you enjoy that sensation, cold showers might be for you. <laughs> if you do not enjoy that sensation, I would not recommend it. <laughs> so I guess since we're getting to that, any uh, final thoughts on cold showers before we move on to our final review for both the practices? I'm glad it's done. <laughs> okay, let's start with meditation. How would you uh, break that down and how would you uh, recommend that to people? If I were to recommend it to somebody, um, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's a way to kind of step away from everything before Mm -hmm. you kind of immerse yourself in in the day. And it's a way for you to just kind of have a moment to yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent of people taking time for themselves. Mm -hmm. And this gets outside of meditation. But, you know, if you need an hour, if you need a day, if you need a weekend for you, take it. And so with meditation, I'm saying just take a few moments out of your day and just focus on you. Just focus on breathing. Who... uh, you can't imagine how relaxing just focusing on breathing is because it just, for that brief moment of time, it peels everything away. All your worries, uh, all your dread, uh, just all your thoughts racing about what you have to do next. There's always more. There's always something for you to do. There's always something for you to look at. Look at this notification from your phone. Look at this new TV show. Look at this new thing over here. And I kind of feel like we're just kind of getting pummeled with all of this. And so I find like meditation in the morning for me is that one sliver of my day in which I just get to do nothing Mm. but listen to myself breathe or just listen to nature the the birds or the wasp that wants to sting me and build a nest on my deck, I li- I get to listen to them. So for me, I would recommend it as something just taking a moment for yourself. Everyone deserves a moment, no matter how small uh, it is. Uh, so taking that moment for yourself and just to not think about anything. It is so relaxing to not have to think about anything before you spend the next 12 to 16 hours doing exactly that that is really well said uh i would say the same thing too like i like i said earlier that i use meditation as like a means to escape from everything for a moment and like let my mind just be at ease maybe not focusing on my my breath but just like not getting any new input makes Mm -hmm. a huge difference and it makes it easier to focus later on in the day since i said earlier off the air that i'm more of a numbers person I did break this down into categories. I rated both meditation and cold showers by, do you mind me sharing them or should we? Oh, no, go for, okay. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Okay. So I try to make a catch all system for rating these things and my job as an engineer. So I'm a numbers person. I love taking data on myself all the time. So, um, I decided to break down the categories for recommendation down to time cost, fun, easiness, factfulness, and and effectiveness. Uh, They're all weighted differently. I put the weighting in the show notes. But the uh, final score, or I guess to give it on here, uh, it's out of five. This is all out of five. Uh, I gave time a three because I think that's when it comes to meditation. Uh, Depending on how long you want to do it, it could vary. So I gave that a three cost is five it's completely free you just sit in a corner for five minutes it's not that bad fun i say it's actually really fun i feel really good at death meditation session maybe you might dread going to it in the first place because you don't want to break from your normal day but once you're done with it you feel so much better easiness i gave a three because it takes a while to get used to it and i'm very much a novice still despite doing it for years with that being said though it still feels good and when it comes to factfulness and effectiveness, I both gave five because there's a lot of research for meditation that seems to be pretty sound, unlike cold showers. And uh, 
the effectiveness has been substantial for me. So it came out in the end as a 4.5 out of 5. So that's my thoughts on meditation. And I'll do go through that same checklist when we review cold showers. Speaking of which, let's move into cold showers. <laughs> Should I go first I, or do you want to go first? Yeah, you go first okay. because I'm 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 trying to think about how I'm going to add my score to it. You, <laughs> okay. You're like so prepared and I'm all about the feelings, man. Look, I'm a guy who every time that saying comes up at work, I'll make a new spreadsheet for it. If it's not on a spreadsheet, <laughs> it doesn't exist for me. So that's just a compulsion I have. <laughs> It's, it's not I'm you, like, it's how, me. <laughs> how, did I, how did it make me feel? <laughs> hey, that's good. Uh, we get two different kinds of points of views. <laughs> It'd be bad if there's just two robots up here. <laughs> but yeah, so cold showers, my gist from earlier about being a thing that if you enjoy the sensation of wasabi, you might like this just for that sensation. But for its own practical purposes, that is debatable. I think that cold showers are in general kind of not worth it for the pain you put yourself through. I actually described my first experience whenever I got anything cold and like I had like this like this like I guess like the system shock. I felt like that like I couldn't breathe and I was like I feel like I'm waterboarding myself right now. <laughs> it was not fun at all. <laughs> I would say though after getting used to it and forcing myself to do it, I did learn to tolerate them more and the thing is like when it comes to like say things like discomfort and uh waking yourself up is that our bodies are so good at getting used to stimulus that maybe it's good for building discipline for the first two weeks to a month but by the end of the month you're already used to it i wouldn't recommend doing them consistently i'd recommend them doing them if you just believe in having a little discomfort throughout your life like do them on a random day or if you really need to wake up in the morning but i saw no change in my performance uh when it comes down to my numerical breakdown of it, I gave cold showers a five out of five for time because they are very quick, especially if you don't want to do them. Uh, I gave them a five out of five for cost because not only are they easy to do since everybody has a shower, but you're also not spending as much money on your gas and electric bill. So they're also cheaper. <laughs> Fun, I gave a two. And that's only because you develop a tolerance and despite having good cold showers on some days it wasn't because the shower itself was a sensation of getting out of it easiness i put as a one because let's face it it's a lot of effort to go inside and stand in your shower for a couple minutes and just freeze yourself factfulness i gave a two since there's some light research there uh, i can't give a, a straight one just yet because i should do more of my own research and effectiveness i gave a four because i did have some effects but might be a little bit too hard to give it a four, but I would give it a four just because I think that the whole discipline is good. So my final score was three out of five. So what's your thoughts on the cold showers, Mark? If I was to score that score it, I would probably give it a two point five <laughs> out of five. Um, it rounds up to a I three. Think, <laughs> <laughs> it, it it does. Uh, so we can just say three out of five. I. Did not like them at all. Um, I think that's pretty evident. But um, it does kind of give that sense of you kind of build this um, immunity to looking at at your most difficult task of the day, right? Um, That you need to get done and you don't want to do them because it's difficult. And if you hate the cold showers and you know that you have to do it, you just want to get it done and out of out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something, as you do that, it kind of builds that into you to where you can then look at other things and say, hey, this is difficult. I don't like this, but I need to get it done and get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great mindset to actually build. Um, and it kind of helps I think it can help your day go a little bit easier. So if you have those tasks that you have, you know, pending up and you just keep pushing off this one particular task that's difficult, um, you're just making it worse in the mm-hmm. end because it's just building up and up and up. And now you've built it up in your mind to be this completely terrible thing that you have to do. And then you just punt it again. So I, I think the cold showers and things like that kind of help build, ingrain into you a sense of 
tackling uh, the most difficult things uh, first, whether you like it or not. Mm. You know it needs to be done. But with that said, I don't necessarily think you need to do it every day. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely think, like, Cold showers, um, you know, after a workout, right, um, kind of need to, uh, you know, slightly cold showers. It wasn't full like I, I did now, mm-hmm. but I, I can't say like after a day of cycling when I needed to soak, it was nice to have um, uh, a little bit of splash of cold water going on, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of cool your body down. Um and it, like you said, something quick, something to shock you and wake you up. But I don't think it's something that you necessarily need to do every day. Yeah. Um, or that would necessarily be beneficial uh, based on, you know, the the um, lightweight uh, research and things that I looked into in which, like, like you pointed out, there's very few actual studies uh, mm-hmm. on this and I would expect to kind of see a little bit more mm-hmm. but uh, meditation on the other hand has like so many studies so just in terms of quantity yeah. meditation is like the popular student is like the popular kid in class cold showers is like the eccentric one is trying to be appreciated but uh, the eccentricities don't really they're more surface level than they are actual like actual eccentricities yeah I, I'm the same as you just kind of a three out of five mm-hmm. then Will you, do you see yourself continuing meditation or cold showers in the future? I will definitely be continuing meditation. Mm-hmm. I feel that there's much more of a benefit and a lasting impact when I do it versus when I do not do it. For cold showers, I will not be continuing <laughs> them on a daily basis. But, you know, I may toss them in the mix mm-hmm. every uh, uh, blue moon or so. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing the same. Like maybe I can... Like I try to, I've been trying to work out in the mornings lately. So as long as the cold showers don't make me hate my morning workouts, I'll continue on doing them after the workouts. So <laughs> they sort of, they sort of make me hate my workout while then the cold shower has to go. So I just can't, can't jeopardize my health over a cold shower. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so that concludes our review. Next week's challenge though, is going to, or not next week's, next two weeks challenge is going to be uh, what I'm calling paper only, although that's kind of a misnomer. That'd be uh, basically using paper more so than digital systems in our daily lives. I know, Mark, you over there are already a big uh, pract- practitioner of uh, using paper in your daily life. Yes. And so by using paper, what I specifically use it for is... Uh, <laughs> I started to use it to do my initial writing. Mm-hmm. So for any song or poems or short story ideas, I have a notebook that I write it out. So I'm writing out a uh, potential side project story idea right now. So I handwrite that. I also have a calendar. So I input my calendar events and mark my days off mm-hmm. and my to-dos uh, for that day in the calendar book I have. I have a book for journals, so I do that every morning as well. And I have a desktop uh, weekly to-do list <laughs> in which I use as well. So those are the things that I use for paper and tracking my uh, calendar task and to-dos and any uh, creative mm. writing. That You definitely have a system. I used to have a paper-only system. I used to be very against digital. Then I found apps that actually works for me. And then like ever since I switched, I haven't liked back. Uh, I used to do bullet journaling. And I do have, I've always had a notebook on me at all times. So like writing down ideas. And that one has in my main paper in my life. Uh, so for this challenge, I bought two new moleskines or moleskins. And we can get onto the next episode how to pronounce it. Uh, I got two new moleskines, one for work and one for myself. And they're both going to have different formats of how they work. My personal one is going to be closer to like how I used to do my bullet journaling. My work one's going to be more experimental. And my plan is to replace as many digital systems I have in my life with notebooks for the next two weeks, which means that I need to say goodbye to my favorite app ever, Todoist. I need to say goodbye partially to Notion, as in I can't, like, I'm planning on removing the app from my phone. I need to say goodbye to 
my extensive use of Google Calendar because I use it so much. I even time block with it, which I think will be a good feature topic. Uh, so I've developed a time blocking system on my work journal that I'll be practicing for the next week. And if I don't like it, I'll change it to a different one for the next week. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to this. I think that there's going to be some benefits that I both see and don't see right now. I'm not really looking forward to the idea of uh, abandoning so many reminder apps on my phone because I'm a very <laughs> forgetful person. And one reason why I switched from paper to digital is I had a really bad habit of not looking back on previous entries for tasks that are overdue. So <laughs> we'll see if that persists or not over the next two weeks. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how you fare. Yeah, I'm hoping to be more mindful on it this time and carry the notebook with me as much as possible, but we'll see about that. <laughs> so yeah, tomorrow I'm going to start it using, tomorrow I'll be starting with my personal task on a paper journal and come Monday, um, my work task will be on paper. Uh, tomorrow, I gave myself tomorrow as like a transitional day. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, this will be, uh, Super interesting. I, I would I would definitely like to uh, hear about your experience. Yep. Um, I have some predictions. I'm not going to spoil them because they might not come true or they'll become super true and it'll be just more exciting to talk about on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess we're at the end of the show and uh, we should, uh, yeah, let's plug our stuff. Let's go with the socials. Let's start with you, Mark. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AskMarkIO um, and my blog at AskMark.io. Uh, and for me, I am on Twitter at KyleSQ9. You might be wondering where that Q9 comes from. Well, it comes from my website, uh, which I haven't updated in a long time, but it's called Quadrant9.net, uh, where I, you could pretty much read the writings i did doing a good 30 days of writing challenge i did a long time ago and i haven't posted anything on there since then but those are the two places to find me and then you can find this show that you're listening to right now on instagram and twitter at productive lab and we will soon have a website not sure exactly when yet which would be productivitylab.show stay productive everybody see you in two weeks I guess you have pink click clicks. You know, confuse my future self with all these editing marks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what am I saying there? There's another big spike. <laughs>